Hello, welcome back to the Black TV Shows podcast. I am your host, Miriam Temeskin, and this is A Different World, Season 2, Episode 4, Dream Lover. This episode aired November 3rd, 1988. This episode was directed by Queen Debbie Allen. Uh, The writer for this episode is Alicia Marie uh Schultz if I'm saying her last name right I don't know if I'm saying it right but this is her only episode in a different world so I don't know what happened was she part of the season two group and then she left and did something else I'm not sure this I this was her only credit usually uh they people have multiple credits within the show um, but she only had one credit, uh, credit to this to the show which is sad I don't know I don't know if she was a black woman or some other ethnic background but this is a, this was the episode she wrote. Anyways, uh, the synopsis for this episode is Whitley is upset by the romantic dreams she has been having about Dwayne. So you know, we for those that have already seen a different world, because I'm just assuming that everyone that's listening to me has already seen the whole season. Um, if you are just coming along with me, congratulations, that's good. Uh, I got you onto a new show. But I just assume that's not the case. And we know the love story between Duane and uh, and Whitley. They're going to become, uh, spoiler alert, they're going to get married. And uh, at the end of the series, they'll be pregnant with a child uh, that we'll never see ever because there's never like there's no reboot or anything of the show. So um, but this is like the start you see a little bit in this episode the start of their interest for each other of course we won't see anything happening until i think season the the uh, season uh, sorry the season premiere of season three where that's when whitley looks at Dwayne a bit differently but you know this is just like a little hint you know and i don't know if that was debbie's plan I know that uh, when Debbie joined on to the show to begin with, you know, she was thinking of keeping Lisa Bonet in the show as Denise and the love interest would be Dwayne and Denise. Um, of course, Denise has left. So uh, Debbie was thinking, you know, I think Dwayne and Whitley would be good together. And I think she probably suggested to the team and then they were like, no, but it, it worked out. And it, it, they, they were just perfect for each other in the all the wrong ways i guess if that makes any sense because they're both so different from each other but a bit like but their love is i don't know how to explain it but their love for each other is just it's so magical anyways uh we start off at a party in the pit which you know i was saying in the season one how much i'm like why is there so many people dancing in the pit like like, do, is that all they do at the pit? But with this situation, you could tell it's nighttime. So at least this is a night party. This is weird. I, I, what I get from this episode is that midterms just ended, which I know I hate midterms. They, or actually, I just hate exams in general. So let's just be honest on that. I think everyone just hates exams. Midterms are over and uh they're all having a party and you know uh you know people are asking Whitley out and uh, to dance and she's like nah and uh you know Ron is hitting on women like usual for season two because you know in season one he was like the nerd it's very weird like how he changed so drastically from season one to season two I don't know but uh, (laughs) I don't know why I said I don't know but it's probably because of Debbie Allen if Debbie Allen was part of season one maybe he Ron would be the same guy he is in this in this season. Anyways, 
uh, Dwayne is not hitting on anyone. He's just like in the corner and the, looking at Whitley. Uh, she, he thinks that Whitley's beautiful, which is like, everyone's like, or he, he explains this to Ron and Ron's like, Whitley? Like, you know? You know, like, she, she ain't like that. <laughs> and I, I understand, like, Ron, and I'm like, you know, there's there's people in my life that, you know, I look up to as, like, you know, uh, you know, big brothers or, you know, uh, a little brother or, you know, like, you know, people that I've grown up with. And then when you get to a certain age, you're like, oh, yeah, no. Um, so I, I understand Dwayne being, like, the ch- the change in him. And then, but Ron is still, like, she's still Whitley, like, you know what I mean? So I understand um, both Ron and Dwayne's perspective of this, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know why I said you know what I mean when, you know, no one's responding back to me, but anyways, um, so Dwayne decides uh, he wants to ask uh, Whitley out, or no, I keep saying out, I said to dance, okay? And so they dance, and he's she's like she's down for it, even though she's said no to everyone else. But she wanted to dance with someone familiar, and so they start dancing. And all of a sudden, you can just see Dwayne trying to put his uh, hands down onto her butt, and right away she's just grossed out. Um, I have been in situations where I'm I'm like Whitley, I'm like don't do that. Um, but then there's times where you're like go ahead, you know, so, but you could tell, like, this is just not, um, this is not what, she, she just wanted to dance, she didn't want anything more than that, um, I don't know, I don't know if I'm looking at it very deep, but in a way, he crossed her, um, like, a boundary, basically, um, you know, with consent, it's like, how do you know how to, if you have to ask them, like, can I put my hand on your butt? Like, it's like, I understand, like, that is a hard thing to be like, that would ruin a, a mood just to ask that kind of question. So I don't know, like, if he, like, he crossed the line on this, but as, as the episode goes, I, I don't think that's anything to worry about because, you know, Willie has some dreams Anyways, uh, we are uh, now in the uh, dorm rooms, and Jaleesa just came home from a movie, and <laughs> clearly she fell asleep in the movie. I have fell asleep, I think, once or twice in the movie theaters. Uh, the one time though I do remember falling asleep was because I was taking out my little cousins to the movies uh, to watch some animation film, and I'm sorry, guys, I really don't like animation. Um, you know, I think... Uh, in terms of things I'm willing to watch that are animation, I would say The Proud Family. Uh, oh, by the way, for those that didn't know, The Proud Family uh, Louder and Pl- Prouder reboot is already out and it's currently on Disney+. Plus. Anyways, and I was not um, sponsored for that ad for that The Proud Family, but I hope hope one day, you know, someone will sponsor me that, you know, I that I know that I'm comfortable, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying, but anyways, uh, the Proud Family is, like, the only animation, uh, thing I would watch, but, uh, yeah, so I was, I was in the theater and watching this, and I just <laughs> fell asleep, um, so I understand Jaleesa, but I, I don't know what she was watching, it, was it boring, or she was, maybe she was just really tired because of the midterms, 
Anyways, she is trying to go in like back to sleep, but Freddie is bothering her. You know, um, you know, she wrote a paper for one of her classes. Anyways, Kim comes and talks about this party. It was off the chain, all that. Um, and you know, Freddie missed it because you know, of course, she was working on her paper. And we learn that Dwayne and Whitley were dancing together, and Freddie is like frustrated, mad about this because you know she has a crush on Dwayne. You know. And, um, you know, she just ha hasn't had the courage to speak up to her for herself to him. And it's, like, crazy to think because we all know that Cree and Kadeem were in a relationship. I don't know if they were in a relationship at this time, but it's just so weird to see it like this because I feel like Cree wasn't or Cree playing Freddie. I don't think she was acting. I think she was being herself. <laughs> um, so... I I don't know. Uh, that that is a question for like Kareem Kadeem. Were they like in a relationship at this point of the of the show? Because there is a scene when we get to I think season five where Kadeem and Kareem actually kiss each other on screen, and it's weird because like like Dwayne and Whitley are together, not Dwayne and Freddie. So, but it's it's just funny to see this. It is the uh, the morning time and Kim. Uh, is asking Whitley about uh, last night, about her dream, because um, Whitley was moaning, uh, basically, I don't know if it was in the morning time, I don't know how, I don't know when Kim was hearing this, but, uh, you know, so Kim wanted, wants to talk about it, and, um, and trying to get out of Whitley, like, who are you dreaming about? And uh, Whitley was like, I'm not going to say nothing. And uh, Kim was like, you, you got to talk about it. It's normal. Like, all girls go through this. You know, like, uh, like I had my first hot dream when I was 12 years old. And first of all, I'm kind of with Whitley. When she's like, 12 years old? Like, what were you thinking at 12 years old? Like, I was just like... Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with Whitley. Like, I just was like, who thinks about this stuff at 12 years old? And um, because, like, I swear, for me, all I was thinking about was, like, you know, That's a Raven, Lizzie McGuire, you know, those shows, my friends, uh, going traveling and all that stuff. But um, when I think, when I heard the 12 years old, I was thinking of, um, I, I don't know if you guys watched this show when it happened, but you know, the Tyra Banks show, uh, she had, Tyra Banks had her own talk show for five years. I was hoping it would last longer because the show was very, uh, geared to teens. Um, even though some of the topics that they were talking about were not teen appropriate. Anyways, uh, so when thinking of this 12 years old, I'm, I'm thinking of all those 12, 13, 14, 16 year olds on the show that were, you know, they, they were pregnant very young or they had too many partner, sexual partners. They had, um, I forgot some of them had STI is like, it's, it, it was a whole thing. Anyways. Um, so Willie has, has the, her dream is very vivid. I, you know, there's dreams that like, um, that I remember when I wake up. But like five minutes later, after I've used the washroom and go down to have breakfast, I've already forgotten. And they always say like, if you want to remember your dreams, like all your dreams, you need to write them down immediately after you wake up because or else they just go away. So, um, and, um, and also like, uh, I only told certain people about this, but last year, um, in the first year of the podcast, 
during the months of, I think, March and April, I had dreams of family members dying. And, you know, I asked, you know, I asked people, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, is that mean someone's going to die? Is that, uh, is that mean something good is going to happen for that person? Like, I got a different response. You know, people said uh, that, you know, like, it might mean that there something is ended between you and them at in terms of a relationship or some kind of thing or it may be good that means that you know something good is going to happen to that person um and i it was just it was never clear no one really gave me like a like a clear defense uh, defined answer unfortunately um i lost a family member this past november and uh, and also I also lost a work colleague, which I've already mentioned on the podcast, uh, Helena Hutchins, who was uh, shot by Alec Baldwin. And I was just like, this is weird. Like I had dreams of people dying and now it became a thing. Like I this was the f- for me, this was my first family member passing away in six years i haven't had a i thank god i haven't had lost that many family members in my lifetime and um and then specifically on this on the, the one side of my family she was she was the first one to the, the 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 last person that passed away before her on that side of my family was um in 2003 so it's which is a long gap of time that we haven't lost thank, someone thank god but it's uh it was weird and I was like I don't know if my dreams are telling me something like like was it preparing me like like maybe it's telling me like spend more time with family members you know there's times where I'm I'm just annoyed by people so it's just like I I I try my best to spend time but like sometimes I get annoyed okay so (laughs) it's just it's weird so uh, I'm telling you guys to you I have told you know certain friends and families about uh members about this but like you know, I, I like to be personal with you guys sometimes. Uh, not too personal because I don't like to have my whole life out there. But this one was, it was weird. So I want to get your uh, perspective about about dreams. Well, I'll ask the question at the end of this episode. But I would love to hear your responses, your experience with the dreams and all that. And uh, this episode in particular, even though <laughs> this episode is weird <laughs> in terms of you know, erotic dreams, basically, what's this whole episode's about. Uh, this is a very uh, a psychology, I would say that we're getting a psychology class in this episode, learning about Sigmund Freud. Um, I remember when I took psychology, I can't remember what the course was, but it's like the 101 uh, class, we had to study about Sigmund Freud and dreams and all this stuff. So, um, this was a great psychology class for us, uh, watching this episode. Anyways, um, uh, Kim is now trying to get Whitley to say who the guy was in the dream. And, uh, Whitley was like, you promise not to laugh? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I won't laugh. And then Whitley was like, it's Dwayne. And Kim laughs, even though she promised not to laugh. And <laughs> it just, she's just like, I can't, I can't. This is too funny. Um, and so, um, Quim, uh, Kim, I'm going to say, Quim, uh, oh my god, Kim uh, brings up Sigmund Freud saying that dreams are a way of acting that one's hidden secret desire. Um, in the case of my dream, I don't think that was the case, you know, someone passing away, that is not, oh, 
uh, an act of one hidden secret desire. But uh, they, they always say, like, <laughs> they sometimes say that, you know, some of your dreams is just, like, parts of you that you know, you wish you could be, like, more confident, um, more outgoing, so I get it, you know, and so um, it's, like, I don't know, later on that day, and Dwayne comes, uh, or no, sorry, not later that day, uh, Dwayne comes and uh, drops off a purse for uh, Whitley, at this point, Kim has left the room, so uh, it's just Whitley and Dwayne, and, like, Whitley's just, like, trying to close the door on him, but he's, like they talk a little bit and then during this time freddie is watching uh, this whole conversation and then um Dwayne comes out and sees freddie is like hey how are you and all that and the conversation is just awkward and bad and so freddie goes back into her room and t- uh, tells jaleesa even though jaleesa is trying to sleep okay like this girl is not getting a break at all and um jaleesa uh, only wants to like, like just to sleep she wants to, she she kept threatening Fe- freddie that she wants to go to a motel um and um basically freddie was saying like oh Dwayne was just coming out of whitley's room and that part where freddie says that that's the part jaleesa hears and it's like oh okay and so we cut to this computer room which i don't think we've ever seen as a set on the show and i don't know if we're ever going to see it again but uh, they're, I guess they're all working on assignments in, on computers, which is cool to see, like in 1988, to see like a desktop computer, because that's the first computer I used to uh, use to learn how to type and all that stuff was a, like those big desktop, I don't know how to explain it. It has like, it's like a TV size and the, we're well, not TV, but it's like a square size and then it has the back part of it. And, but the only difference that we see on a different world compared to the time that I used mine, because mine was like a Microsoft, um, where it was all Microsoft stuff, is that it's like literally just words. It seems like they're just like typing out words like a typewriter. Um, and it makes sense because they're writing their papers. Anyways, um, Dwayne has received brownies and a poetry book and doesn't know who's, uh, who gave it to him. So he goes to this one lady and says, like, did you get, get this for me? And, um, uh, she's like, no, and leave me alone. And so then, you know, Willie is like, who's that girl? And like, Kim is like, it's just, you know, a girl basically. Anyways, we cut to, uh, Willie having a daydream. And uh, she dreams of her and Dwayne alone in the room and they start dancing and then they make out. But we all notice it's a daydream where she's just like, her, she just, her face is just looking out, you know. And um, uh, all of a sudden she lost all her work and she's like freaking out and Dwayne comes and helps and f- uh, fix, uh, finds the paper for her. And all of a sudden she accidentally kissed him. And then she runs away and, uh, like, Dwayne's like, what, like, what am I supposed to, like, I'm confused kind of thing. And so we go into act two and Dwayne talks to, um, Ron and explained what happened. And, uh, and Ron was like, I think Whitley left you the brownies and the poetry book. And, um, and Dwayne was like, nah, like, this is just weird. She just like ran out, like. It just doesn't make any sense. And so Dwayne, but he he believes in Ron. So Dwayne goes to Whitley's room 
and you know goes through all her stuff and kim is in the room and like kim's like what are you doing like what is going on like and Dwayne tells kim that you know whitley has the hots for me and kim was like how do you know and so he shows the poetry uh book and uh kim notices that it's freddie's writing and uh and believes that the, all this was from freddie and so then Dwayne was like, don't tell Whitley what happened, like, why I'm, I was here and all that stuff. So I did. N- so this whole thing was just like, like, I feel like just an extra part of the episode. Letty is playing the piano randomly. I was like, since when do you guys have a piano? Because I don't remember there being a, p- a piano in the in there. Like, I don't I, I got to keep watching other episodes because I don't remember any of this. But anyways, uh, Whit- Whitley uh, d- decides to uh talk to letty uh, letty about her dream and i love how she used uh canoeing as her analogy for sex um uh, and you know debian has mentioned that um there was very a lot of restrictions especially with the aids episode um that they couldn't like show a condom they sh- couldn't do anything because the advertisers were going to pull out and I think the, the reason why she is using canoe is that if she used the real word, the, the advert, avert, advertisers would pull out of the episode. So we're going we're, we're gonna to use the same a, uh, word, canoe, okay? Um, and um, uh, Letty already knew what she was talking about with, uh, with this whole canoe stuff. And the, what am I trying to say? Whitley told basically the whole dream by using the word canoe and uh so letty was like it's okay to be a virgin it's nothing wrong about it and you know willie was like oh but i like i'm the only one basically but uh letty was like no you're not you're not alone at all and uh whitney uh, whitley brings up uh freud again and saying that in that dreams are a mirror of your hidden desires and Letty was like, I hope not. Like, I had a like a random dream last night, and I hope that doesn't come true. And um, like, basically, Letty says, when you're ready, you'll you'll know. Do not let your dream determine when you're ready to canoe. Okay, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and so we cut to the pit, and uh, Freddie uh, says to uh, Whitley that you know. I'm done chasing after Dwayne. He's all yours. And Whitley's like, no, I don't want Dwayne. I don't want him. You can have him if you want, basically. And so Dwayne comes and, uh, you know, Whitley kind of like runs off. And uh, Dwayne comes and sits down with Freddie and says, oh, someone got me some brownies and, po- uh, and a poetry book. And she's like, oh, cool. And doesn't admit that it was her that gave it to Dwayne. So... I don't know. It was just weird. <laughs> I was like, I was expecting her to admit it was her. And he was like, I can get a uh, drink to wash down these brownies. And she's like, hey, for sure. And then when he walks away, she gets like super excited. Like, ah, you know, you know, excited. <laughs> it's hard to explain through voice instead of like seeing her face excitement. And we end the episode there. Um, and uh, yeah, this is, you know, this is all right. Episode. Um I, you know, with this whole canoeing, it's, uh, like, this episode was very realistic. Um, I don't know about the dreams part of it, but every other part of it was, I think, is so realistic to 
um, the college life. And uh, kudos to Debbie Allen for <laughs> the change. I'm going to keep saying that throughout season two because it's so much better. And um, we had two guest stars in the episode. They both had like very minor role because I don't. After I did the, watched the episode, I'm like, there was two guest stars. I don't. I don't remember these <laughs> guest stars, but they they were very minor. So we had Loretta. Uh, sorry, La Rita uh, Shelby as Leslie Wilkins. Uh, she's gonna be back for three other episodes. I don't know if she's gonna have enough like dialogue for us to remember her, but we'll see. Um, and then she was in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, Wayne's Brothers, The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And then we had Don uh, Brown, uh, sorry, Don Barnes as the guy that I think asked uh, Whitley out. He just stopped acting after 1991. So these two uh, uh, guest stars were, they, they were really just the minor roles. Um, uh, like for Don, he didn't do much acting. He, he was working on like one show at a time so as like small parts anyways um i so my question to you is do you agree with um with sigmund freud about the dream the <laughs> dream situation where um let, let me go back to the the one that kim said dreams are a way of acting what uh, acting so let me try that again um so let's go with the one that Fre uh, freddie Let's go with the one that Kim says that dreams are a way of acting out one's hidden secret desire. Is that true? Do you believe that happens in your dreams? Have you had weird dreams that kind of came up in real life in terms of life? You know, as I told you with my death, the death uh, dreams, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't come into reality because I literally had four people dead that are uh, luckily currently alive uh but the other two i never dreamed of them passing away um so it's it, it's weird i'm like was it a sign for me that i know someone's gonna pass away this year kind of thing so i want to hear your perspective um were you like me and had to study sigmund freud in school like i swear i think that was majority of what i had to learn in psychology i want to hear your perspective so uh, it was great talking about this episode. It was great talking to y'all about this episode, and I can't wait to talk to you on the next one, which will be The Cosby Show, Season 5, Episode 4, Move It, The Baby Game. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right, but I'll talk to y'all soon. See ya. Bye.